And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seeing Red. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rex C. Lofgren. And I'm a fat guy with a mustache. Yeah, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Aaron Illich. All right, kids, as promised, I put out a post on Twitter and Facebook. Here we are. We're sitting down, and we are bringing you episode 99. Uh, we have just a shit ton of stuff just to get through, just to explain where we've been for the last month. Um, so let's go ahead and start out. What's been going on with you guys? And then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up and, and round into the movie and what's going on with that. And then we'll get into a topic. But what's going on with you? A lot of shopping. <laughs> Swiping that card. <laughs> My room is like a... Only if there was a video podcast. Oh, yeah. You'd see uh, Rebecca's face. 2015. Here we go. <laughs> My room is like a damn department store right now. Oh, yeah. As I said, uh, we'll just... Worry about cleaning the room up. You know, it's okay to clean the room up a little bit. But as for all the shit that we're bringing in, uh-huh. um, they, you can't really, <laughs> you can't really clean the room up because we're just going to keep bringing more and more. And it, it's okay to have an organized mess that we can't get into our closet. That's okay. That's perfectly fine. It's only temporary. But it's, yeah. <laughs> but it's, as soon as Christmas is over, yeah. I've been we'll shopping be okay. since like August for Christmas. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I get prepared. It's like an excuse for me to shop because I'm a shopaholic. So I have a good yeah. excuse. I'm buying for other people. Now the best, the best. It's like okay, shopaholics are like drug addicts. Okay, you gotta, you gotta get while the getting's good. You get the fix. Yeah. So what she does is just say, you know, something goes on sale. She's like, okay, boom, layaway. She goes and puts it in the layaway, <laughs> and then it's like, it's like, ah, oh, I gotta pay on my layaway. I gotta pay on my layaway. I gotta pay on my layaway. She pays on it. She's like, ooh, it's one step closer to getting it out. Yes. No. Yeah, right. That's what it seems like to me. She gets all excited. She's like, ah, but they give us stuff at the layaway. Shut up. <laughs> you stupid. You're lying. So other than shopping, what else have you been up to? Have you been doing any working or? I've been watching Miss Jackie. I have a really bad earache right now. Yeah, she's working with uh, uh, ear infection. Surprising with the headphones, she's not. Oh, it hurts. Does it hurt? Yeah, I'm thinking about moving it, but... I would say put it on one side of your head I was going to say, do you want to switch switch to, like, earplug? You know, the the head... This is better. I can do this. I can work this. Okay. Um, Aaron's been going to school. Getting ready to get up out. Graduate. So, in fact, you're, um, well, when this plays tomorrow on Tuesday, it will be the day of my final. And how you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I've been going over the information. He's been, well, it, it's funny because like, I'm hopeful because mom's like, well, he better, she's like doubting him. Yeah. And, but he sounds like he knows a lot. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I can't really relate to it because I know nothing about what he's talking about. Well, yeah, that's true. But most of the stuff. For the final test, he's given a, he's basically, you know, for the past month almost. Right. And keep in mind, we only go to school three days a week. So for the month, um, 
you got at least what nine days in a month that I go to school. Yeah, and it's four day weekend, come back and get on it again. But as far as like him giving us the test, he basically get, he read off the test to us. You know, we answered oh, the question. Yeah, he, he's answering. Well, we answer the questions as a class. And then, like, you know, I write down, like, what's going to be on the test. You know, I cover that information. This is going to be a lot of strips and a lot of word pictures. And I th- have you gone through word pictures? Oh, yes. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's not that hard. As soon as you read it off, you know. It's like, blah, 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 is blah it, over it, it, It's kind of like, you have a regular rhythm, and it is preceded with a P wave, then a QRS, followed by the T wave. Yeah. What is this? So, you know, sinus, sinus, sinus rhythm? Sinus rhythm. Sinus rhythm. Write it down. You're like, I know this. And yeah. you go down. He said, it, it's just going to be, he said, it's not going to be exactly like the midterm. He says it's going to be very similar, but the, he said there's going to be a lot of word pictures and a lot of strips that we're going to have to analyze. And Right. Well, that, and that, <laughs> that is kind of, I don't know. Well, number one, I should say, just you saying sinus rhythm. Makes me so proud. Oh, uh, if you read my paper, you'd be like... He's... Like I said, I, I know he's learned a lot. And it was funny, but it pissed me off at the same time because when we went to his, his uh, mom's house, he was trying to, like, kind of show them what he knew. They didn't care. No. 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 Yeah. Like, he was trying to, like... You know, like, he wanted a response. Like, oh, wow, you're doing so good. You know, that's cool. Right. They basically, like, shut the fuck up. We don't want to hear it, basically. Yeah. Right. I under... Well, number one, I should say... That it's like talking in a different language. It is. That's what I was trying to convey to her. Oh, he tried to tell me about it. She's I'm like, like uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm proud of you. Like, it's awesome. Cause I can't do that, but yeah, I because, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> because that's what I do for a living. That's how yeah. I pay my bills is what you're training for. Yeah. And I know firsthand the complexity of what you have to learn. Yeah. Not only do you have to understand verbally and put in your head, okay, if something's, yeah. you know, like I said, if it's regular, irregular, <laughs> irregularly irregular, you know, and what, you know, what are the variations of the QRSs, you know, is there P waves, is there biphasic P waves, what kind yeah. of U waves, and if there's a U wave, how, you know, how far is it off, is it actually matter, is it yeah. Kinji fire, or, you know, so yeah. I understand everything. <laughs> That you're going through. I really do. It's funny because you're like, you're regularly regular. I was like, AFib. Yes. <laughs> as soon as you said the AFib. <laughs> he learned yeah, yeah. a lot. I'm telling him. It is so funny because like, when he was, when he first got his, like, when I first made him go back to high school to get his high school diploma, uh-huh. he's just like, you know, school's not for me. I've never been a very smart person. I can't retain information. I'm just like. Oh, I that's, told that, you. That's what he was brainwashed to believe you know yeah. you are very intelligent he is yeah and but it, he was yeah. brainwashed to believe that he wasn't like he because when he was in school he didn't really apply himself and because you can look online and you can look mm-hmm. at the statistics the past fell statistics there is more fell than there is past than than like nursing there is more nursing students that will pass their class than a monitor tech passing their class yeah and it's true he uh Wait, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. and he tells me like how uh he's in class and like the teacher will ask a question and he'll be like he like well I'll, I guess I'll answer it you know right he's like I'm proud of him like he is very intelligent yeah and the nice thing is is that once you get that certificate you're good dude yeah I mean regardless of what happens in our near future you're good for the rest of your life 
You have got a job. Yeah. You have got a good paying yeah. job. <laughs> who was saying that? Who was talking shit saying that that was a bad thing? Your grandma or who said that? Uh, my aunt. My aunt or my mom. It's who, a bad thing. What do you mean? Oh, you know, well, that, isn't that hard to find a job doing that? A lot of people don't need those. I'm like, are you stupid? It's anybody that can help save a person's life has a job. Any hospital needs yeah. those. <laughs> you can go to any country in the world, any country, yeah. and get a job. Yeah. Yeah. How many people can say that? It uh, doesn't matter where you go as long as it you can It was just a way for them to put him down because they're jealous that yeah. he's actually doing something with his life. Yeah. And I love, I, I'm really happy that he did this because they probably figure, oh, he's just doing it because her brother did it. No. But he really enjoys it. Yeah. I could tell that he likes it because he... Every time I get out of school, I'm like talking to her. She's like, "Ah, Yeah, like, because I know how he is. I'm the same way. Like, if I'm not into something, I just can't apply myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll try, but I can't retain anything. I think, and this kind of goes for me, so I'm just kind of speaking for me, but if if it's for you, jump in. The reason that I think I like the the monitor tech position Mm -hmm. is the complexity and when you, you have to give it so much thought, you, yeah. even though, I mean, the, the longer you do it, the faster, I mean, you're still giving it the same amount of thought, it's just the process is faster, Yeah. but you literally, it's like digging for a puzzle, it's like finding, it is. It is. finding the hidden yeah. treasure, okay, this yeah. is what it is, let's just dig, and dig, and dig, and dig, until you find all the answers, yeah. and at the end of the, you know, at the, chart it down, yeah, and there's your answer, you fell in the pot, yeah, yeah. Like what part of the uh, the biphasic P wave points more towards uh, right or left uh, atrial hypertrophy? Right. Yeah. You know that's funny. You said something. <clears throat> I don't. I was uh, was this about three weeks ago? No, two weeks ago. Um, a patient had ST elevation, right? Mm-hmm. And the doctor cardiologist said, no, you know the troponins were fine. That it wasn't. They weren't ischemic, and and that, um, you know, they weren't having an MI. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and the nurse was like, well, what, how, how? And I said, oh, they're, they're having left atrial, um, hypertrophy. And he just looked at me. He went, who? And I said, you know, left atrial hypertrophy is when, well, hypertrophy is when the cells are larger. Yeah. And the muscles muscle become thicker. Yes. And that causes the ST elevation. Yeah. So though it is considered heart failure, that alone is not considered. It's yeah fatal. Yeah. You know they're not having a heart attack. It's it's no. more along the lines of just the effort that it's using. Right. You have to. You know, and and the more I know, I'm, I've seen the glazed look on Rebecca's face. I'm sorry. We'll no. change subject in a minute. <laughs> I it. She's like, but um, it's the same look she gives no, me when pill, I that pill's hitting me. Uh, so you know and and the harder that the heart has to pump the Mm -hmm. that's the only muscle in the body that you do not want like super tough muscle Mm -mm. yeah you want it you want it as sleek and smooth as possible in order to get all that blood through there with enough efficiency to pump the blood without any uh, complications right because you know once (laughs) once you have those thick chambers you know mm-hmm. just from the heart you know it's a, it's like taking a, a curl bar and just constantly curling 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 yeah. you know that muscle is going to get tougher and tougher and tougher until eventually your arm you can't pick it up it's the yeah. same process as the heart 
Yeah. Eventually, it's going to be so just so worn out and so pumped, it's just going to stop. Yeah. It's going to stop yeah. working. That's what I try to tell uh, these guys. We're having a little bit of trouble, you know, kind of understanding what hyper hypertrophy is. Uh huh. I said, if if you know, you think about it. Okay, it, it's almost the same thing. Like you said, okay, you, you got your bar and you're curling, you're curling, you're curling, and eventually that muscle gets so big that it can't, it can't move anymore. right it's just it's like a it's like a super buff dude trying to wipe his ass you can't <laughs> exactly you can't do it anymore you know and what i said was if you think about it if a person is always having high blood pressure and it's using that extra force to exert the muscle is only getting stronger and stronger so it's it's trying to move all that blood down from the atria to the ventricle right and with that being said you have the atria getting stronger, but weaker at the same time. Right. And it can, it, it makes it form into a congested pump. Well, it's a muscle mass is yeah. what's happening. Yeah. And it's just, I told him, I said, well, if you think about it that way, does it, does it make more sense? Like, yeah, I can, I can kind of see that now. I'm like, yeah, I mean, huh. you work out. How those people ain't yeah. gonna pass that class? I oh yeah. I, I was just laughing in my head because I'm like, you know, right now, like most of our listeners have got like some type of medical dictionary. Atria, ventricle, hyper, what was that word? Hypertrophy. Hypertrophy. Yeah, you have hypertrophy, and then you have hypotrophy. Yeah, which is just the opposite. Yeah, it's the ventricles, isn't it? So, but for what it's worth, I'm very proud of you. And I'm proud of myself. I, honestly, I didn't think like I was gonna get it as fast as I did. I don't know. So, so he didn't like, think he could do it, but see, he's slowly, he's slowly getting the ego. No, not really, because this, there's this chick that's in the class that like never shows up, and when she does show up, we'll, we'll get in these groups, and she'll be like, I'm that chick, the girl that never comes to school but can pass anything. Yeah, Dude, she's and got flashcards for. Everything. I'm like, what do you go to home with these things in your under your pillow or what? You just absorb the knowledge. Some people are just like that. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I can study right before a test and ace it. Yeah, and it's funny because you would never think this chick was like smart like that. Just I'm not even saying. I'm she, not even saying that ego to compare yourself to anybody else. I'm just yeah. saying for your for you in general, this is good for you for your self esteem. Boost, yeah, Absolutely. I was gonna say it helps boost my self esteem because I have you low know, self esteem. Like I've been telling you, you know, you can do whatever you put your mind to. But yeah. here's the thing. Okay, and I'm not putting down anybody that works at Kmart or at Burger King or McDonald's or you know Walmart, but you're never, you are never gonna have to work fast food. You're never yeah. gonna have yeah. to work a, a convenience store like AMPM or Circle K. You're never gonna have to work at Circle or not Circle K, but Kmart and, and Walmart and Target. No. That that's totally no. out of the league. Yeah, it's not like we're trying to yeah like put people down or anything that work no, no, at no. department stores or anything, but. It, it takes a certain kind of knowledge of the medical field in order to get into a hospital. You have to really apply yourself. Right. And, I mean, honestly, the schooling, for me, has helped me more than studying because I've never, ever been a good studier. I can go over the information in my head and just be like, boom, 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 boom. It's like when I talk to her, it's like a mirror. Right. I talk to her and I make myself remember you know, as long I as I keep listen. talking to her. Yeah, she's like, oh, like driving. Yeah. But I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but the trick is is self confidence. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what it's it's all about is self confidence. Yeah. And when you go to get a job, 
and you get a job in your first day, you're going to be scared shitless, but you just have to work oh, yeah. through it. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, w- I was mentioning that um, to Aaron before we went on air. I was working, and they were kind of skeptical if I knew what I was doing because I walked in, and they introduced myself, and they're like, do you know what you're doing? I was like, yeah, I know a little something about that. So when it came time to do the... Uh, the the reports the interpretations i just went all like balls out i literally it was like sinus rhythm at 80 with a bundle branch a right bundle branch block with st depression um what did i say st depression with a right atrial fire pacing spike with uh like left left axis deviation i mean i just went all out <laughs> Because you know, it's funny. They got mad at me because I tried to do that when I was doing clinicals. They're like, no, you don't have to put all that. I was like, I don't have to put all that. I said, well, what if the freaking doctors want to know that? You know what I'm saying? Well, then they could put them on medicine to help, you know. Here's a little secret. <laughs> doctors don't look at them. Oh, really? They've never, no. No. That's just, it's more for the nurses. Okay. And even at that, it's... They don't, they're just like... Well, it depends because, you know, some nurses, what we're trained as, we're trained specifically for that, that area of medicine. Okay. Specialists. (laughs) Now, what nurses get, they get one semester of basic dysrhythmia. Mm -hmm. That's it. And that's what they know unless they go and, and take classes like we do. Yeah. But that's it. That's so. We could set down, you know, rhythms and look at the interpretations and everything that after says the heart rate, mm-hmm. it, that could all just be foreign to them. But as long as they know, okay, it's sinus, it's, it's atrial, it's junctional, you know, it's yeah. ventricular. That's all that they, they concept. So I lost where I was going with this. Sorry. <laughs> it's funny because you said the nursing and it made me laugh because, uh, my teacher's like, He's like, this is a good class that you're in. He's like, because you learn everything that you would learn in a college course. He's like, because if you go to Victor Valley College and you take the basic arrhythmia course, you get the, you get the teacher and the teacher's always going to be the same teacher for basic arrhythmia. Right. John Doyle. Yes. I I actually know. Yes. I know John. And, uh, he's like, you know, out of 55 people that will take that class, usually about, Five. Yeah, four or five. Yeah, he literally said like four or five people will pass. Yeah, I threw a phone at him once. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, but right here, if you get me or Miss Shaw for this class, you will learn this very easily because we will break it down for you. You know, for easily. I don't like this teacher, by the way. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's yeah. like, if Dean was a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about the war on drugs. Today we're going to talk about HIV. What the fuck does this have to do with what we're going to school for? Sanitation procedures. No, one day he got on this kick and he, take, he took up half of, the, half of the class talking about uh, how to survive if a, if a disaster strikes. Oh, oh yeah. say zombie he attack. Oh, Tell me about that. Oh, my God. Dude. What does he get all these kicks? I don't know. Is I, it, I, he was a teacher. I'm telling you, it's like, I'm a war veteran. Oh, oh, he's got no, PTSD or something. You yeah, know, that's funny God. you say that because he stopped me on Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. And um, we're, we're leaving. He's like, oh, happy Veterans Day, Uncle Dean. I'm like, wait, what? What? Huh? what? Because when I think veterans, I don't think of Dean. Mm. Yeah. Just because I know 
what happens while he was in the yeah. whole, you know. Yeah. Well, I, he gets butt hurt by that too. Yeah. Well, you know, that's his. We, we I'm a veteran, tell, but I we get didn't all tell the him how Veterans Day. I know he's a veteran, but I don't know. <laughs> well, okay. For example, okay, Russo, and I know Russo listens to our show. I don't consider Russo a veteran because he left on a medical discharge. Yeah. He got yeah. hurt. Okay. He was there for less than a year. Okay. He's not a veteran. Yeah. I mean, yes, on paper he is a veteran, and he gets all the medical benefits of VA and shit. Yeah. But he's not a veteran. He didn't serve. He wasn't there long enough. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For people that I know that went AWOL, you know, they're and they got dishonorably discharged, yeah. they're not a veteran. No. No. And that's just the way I, I see it. That's the way I feel about it, too. My friend, it's funny because uh, my friend David, he's been uh, Japan, he's been Iraq, he's been like all over the world. And it's funny because he came back. I guess uh, earlier this year, and now he's like, he's all frugal and like super, super like pristine. Like I've never seen him act like this ever. Before he was like the party boy. Oh yeah, let's go get drunk, let's go get hammered. Like, but like when it came down to it, like school and stuff, he was just like, yes sir, right away sir. Like yeah, he's like, I've, well, and see that's that's kind of now what he's got that mentality. Yeah. That's you know a cousin that I was very close with. We were very close. And then he went in the Marines and the Marines brainwashed him. That's he went in the Marines. And that's that's what happens. And and unfortunately I don't like Jarhead for life. Yeah. I don't like the the results of Yeah. No, I'm not saying because in fact like Mario, who was who was my best friend for a very long time, you know, we were like brothers. He was a Marine. Yeah. Yeah. He served, you know, his term. And we got along great. But he didn't take that they couldn't break his spirit. Yeah. Yeah. They want to break your spirit. Yeah. yeah they break of, you and rebuild you. Speaking of veterans, um, one of the dolls is a veteran. She, it's crazy. It's weird. So I look at her and I, cause you don't really think of women as veterans. Like, right. it's just, it's still like a yeah. stigma. Right. But, uh, she was, she went to Iraq during the war and all that. She was there away from her kids and everything. Oh, really? Served, yes. And she's still in the army. Oh, really? She still is on active duty. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. She's a little bait, a one-year-old. Wow. Yeah. Now, for me, when I think of veterans, I, I do think of Randy. Yeah. Which yeah. is... Dysfunctional. Um, <laughs> Every time I walk by that, that picture, man, I'm like... My dad, God, my dad had a sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. Dysfunctional veteran. Yeah. yeah. Leave me alone. Um, for the listeners, Randy is Rebecca's biological father. Um, he is, or was my, well, he is, he always will be, yeah. um, my stepfather, but he raised me since I was like two or three. So, yeah. um, he served a full, what, one tour or two tours in Vietnam? Two, I think. You know, so he was actually there. He was, he, you know, majority fought. of the war. Yeah. And he went there ever since he was seven. He, he got into the Navy when he was 17 because yeah. he lied because he wanted to go. Because he was so big, they believed yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so that is something that I, I, when I think of veterans, I, I think of him. Yeah. You know, because not only did he serve his full four years, but he went longer plus fought in a war. Yeah. yeah. So that's, you know, not, not, you know, happy Veterans Day, Uncle Yeah. I, I, I <clears throat> the, when I was in ROTC, man, they, 
They were in Vietnam. My instructors, they were in Vietnam. One of them was, uh, he was on the ship. He was part of the fire team on the ship. And, uh, he would go in, like, when they would take, like, damage and stuff like that. And he'd go down with his, uh, his squad. And they'd do all the repairs on the boats mm-hmm. while they're firing at the boats still. And, uh, that was my senior chief Hayes. He was in the Navy. Um, well, cause I was in NJROTC. Right, right. And then, uh, my other, my senior instructor, he was a fighter pilot in the Navy. So he was on the airship carriers. He would get in the planes and he would go down on Vietnam and. You know, I think it's so stuff, funny. Yeah. And it used to make me so mad when I was a little girl. Cause, you know, my dad had a lot of problems. PTSD, right. you know, like yeah. that. And everybody was like, well, I don't understand what your dad, there's nothing wrong with him. You know, he was never in combat. He never did anything. And it used to piss me off. Cause I'm like, my dad wouldn't lie about that. You know, right. Yeah. My dad's not the type of person. He wasn't the type of person <laughs> to, to lie to get glory. That wasn't his personality. So no. people would just lie to be like, oh yeah, I'm so great. Admire me. My yeah. dad wasn't like that. And they'd always say, oh no, there's nothing wrong with him. He never was, he never killed anybody. He was never in war. But I remember when mom, uh, went to get his benefits after she, after he died, they had to come up with this document and it had all the kills he had on it. Because people say, oh, people in the Navy don't ever do Oh, yeah, anything. your mom's told me stories. That but a lot of people say that. Her. Oh, people right. in the Navy don't do anything. It yeah. pisses me off. No, that's a lie. That's just a straight up lie. <laughs> he actually did more than just most people. What would, you know, what do you say he was a... Uh... He, he loaded the, um, the the big guns or whatever. But he was more than that. He also, he told me that he did, uh, he did on land recon missions and stuff that it was like secret operation missions. Yeah. And when she had to come up with that paper, he did have kills. He had like 26 verified kills or something like that. No, your mom's, your mom told me that this story and every time she tells me this story, her eyes start watering because I know it's the truth. She's like, uh, one day, you know, right? Yeah, when she, I know when she used to, ask, she asked him like, "Did you ever kill anybody?" And he's like, I, "And I one guess, day he got pissed off, and he's like, he's like, I'm gonna tell you this once, I'm never yes, gonna talk about this exact again.'" Story. And he told, I don't remember how many he said. 143 though. confirmed kills. 143. Oh, bare hand kills. I believe it. Randy was what? A six, huge guy, six five and strong. Yeah. Okay, it was 143. <laughs> but anyways, when she had yeah. to come up with those documents, that was all this stuff. Whatever he said that it was, I, and I guess you're probably right because I don't remember this, but. Yeah, your mom's told me this. Um, it was on that paper. <laughs> yeah. Cause that one black guy helped her get it, the, his old psychiatrist. Mac. Mac, yeah, yeah. Helped her get all this documents she needed. Yeah. I used to get pissed off. Oh, he never did anything, but he, they were sent on secret recon missions on land. And he never Yeah, talked. the government's yeah. not supposed he never to say talked anything about it. Cause he that, wasn't yeah. happy about it. My dad wasn't a mean person. No. no. He had a lot of issues, but he was like a lover. He was like a funny guy. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yes. He's he wasn't, he guy. wasn't like the tough, like meathead, beefy guy. He was a big guy. He had, you know, he was muscular, but he was a, more of a joker, you know? Yeah. That's how I would be if I was in the military. I would just stop and give me 50. Yes, sir. <laughs> <clears throat> I never, I guess it's a good thing, you know, because my heart didn't pass the, um, the physical. So I never, I wouldn't have passed the physical. Well, they they said I would have passed the physical, but I know my knee wouldn't have held up. See, yeah. Now as a, now that I I know what it is, what what I was is when they you know because they they take you near they do the the written test. You know they made me do it twice by the way. Really? Yes. <laughs> because they didn't believe the score. They thought I cheated. What the ASVAB? Yeah, I scored a ninety-eight on the ASVAB. Yeah. And they're like, you cheated. Come back. <laughs> I'm like, 
So I came back and did it again. And I purposely missed a few. I still scored like 92. And they're like, uh. And the, but then, you know, in the back room after you get done with the test, they have the treadmill and all that shit yeah. that you have to do. And what was happening was as I was running on the treadmill, I was throwing PVCs. Oh. Uh. Oh man. But I see as as a you know, eighteen year old kid I didn't know what they were. You know, mm-hmm. all I know is they're like, Your heart's not good enough, no. So Yeah, I think it's funny also. Because, like I, I know that because Aaron was wanted to go in the Marines and all that stuff. I was already set to go in the Marines. But his ex girlfriend like screwed him up mentally or whatever. That and my mom on top of that, so But it's funny because when we actually got together, his mom would always say something like, Well, I thought he was going to the Marines, I thought he was going to the Marines. Like she wanted him to go. What mother wants their... Nobody wants their child to go. No. You have to respect your child's, like, decisions. Wishes, yeah. But it's like, first of all, he wasn't meant to go, because if he was meant to go, we would never met. Right. He would have went into the Marines. But she's like, well... She's like, she was pissed off that I date... I was with him, because I told her, like, I don't want him to go to the Marines. I don't think I could do it. Some women can do that. I wouldn't be able to do it. It would kill me. Always worrying. Right, yeah. And I sound selfish, and I don't want to sound selfish, because I respect any person who does that, you know? Mm-hmm. Any, I respect them, and I respect their wives. Because it takes, and their children, it takes a lot, you know? Right, you but don't know if mom or dad's going to come back yeah, alive. For me personally, that would probably give me a nervous breakdown. I'm not strong enough mentally for that. Like, just always worrying about if my husband was dead over there or something, you know? Right, yeah. But, and, and because of how young he is, yeah. and going in the Marines, he would be oh, they deployed. they wanted me bad. Yeah. Did they? Oh, yeah. But he could never go in the Marines because of how bad shape his body's in. But yeah. if he would have went when he was young, mm-hmm. he could have went, you know, when he was like 18, fresh 18. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was like, oh, I'm kind of disappointed. I thought he always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to do it. I'm like, I just... that's fine, but you shouldn't be like wanting to force your son to go into this. This is weird to yeah. me. I don't know. It's because they wanted to see, like, my if son I told die, me they'd get my benefits. Ah. Well, if my son told me that he wanted to go in the Marines, I would be devastated, but then I'd ha- you, ha- you have to respect it, you know, because... Yeah. right. You can't say, well, you're not going. You can't do that. Military no. runs in my family. And you've seen that firsthand. Yeah. Like, my, I, both sides of my family. My grandpa was, uh, he was a drill. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> he was, uh, he was one a of his grandfather. One of his grandfathers was in, like, what was the Air Force? Yeah, he was in the Air Force. He was in the Marines. He was in, in, the, in, army. in the Army. Yeah. No, no, no. It was the Air, no. It was Air Force. The ar- or it wasn't Air Force. It was Army, Navy, and Marine. Okay, yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. He was in three branches of the military. I said, damn. That was like my my uncle, um, David's older brother or younger brother, Ernie. Mm. He was in the Air Force. He was in the Marines and the Army, and they didn't they wouldn't accept him into the Navy because he was over seven feet tall. Oh, uh, dang. Damn. Yeah, he's like seven one or something like that. Crazy. Couldn't yeah. even get into a plane if you try. <laughs> yeah. But I'd close with a freaking cockpit on his butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I and I, I do I kinda understand where you're coming from because that's what I thought I was gonna do. I thought yeah. I was gonna go into the military. Um, you know, I did the AFJ ROTC. Yeah. And I did three years of that, and I had the, you know, the the whole certificate. I was supposed to go to um, OCS school after mm-hmm. graduation, blah, blah, blah. So I get that. But you know what? There's one yeah. thing that I've learned that I think I can pass on to you saying is safely, is that it's you've, you've got something greater in your future. Yeah. 
Yeah, if it was meant I've to always, be, it would have yeah. happened. So I, I believe everything happens for a reason, whatever's meant to be. And you know what's you funny know what is because as low as my self-esteem was before I met Rebecca and, and going into like ROTC and stuff like that, like ROTC helped boost my self-esteem a little bit, but I've always wanted to be in entertainment. Right. I've always wanted to be a voice actor. And that's what I see. I, I honestly, I believe, you know, when we hit episode 200... You'll be a voice actor. Yeah. You'll be working in Hollywood. I believe that. With every I, every I, bit of my fiber, I believe that. When we get this movie out, I'm definitely going to try it. And it's going to be funny, too, because it's like, well, you know, because voice acting... We haven't talked about that yet. No. Uh, it's okay. We can Boiler. go into it. But uh, I want to try to get, you know, because, you know, voice acting isn't like a career. It's like on call, like a oh, no. job. No, it no, it's a career. Someone has, someone, okay, I always, it's funny because, like, Aaron tells me, like, I always have low self-esteem, but he has a personality, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Some people have, like, more personality than others. Yeah. Now, I think that's why my mom can't stand me, is because now that I've grown up, you know, I have my own, like... You have a personality. Well, look, into a room. like, like, Kevin Conroy, okay? I mean, he just landed the gig of a lifetime. Oh, yeah. Okay. Forever known as the voice of Batman. Yes. So anytime his gravestone will be freaking the Batman yeah. symbol and like Batman. Yes. And it doesn't matter, you know, <laughs> whenever they refer to like the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. you know, the the animated series, they have to bring him back in. When they refer yeah. to um, <laughs> Batman Beyond, same thing with Mark they Hamill. Have, they have to bring him back yeah. in. I mean, and, and let's face it, they've tried different variations without him, yeah. but it hasn't worked. Best case example, okay, was the video games. He was the voice of Batman for yeah. two of the three video games. Okay, he yeah. did uh, what, Arkham, Arkham, Arkham Asylum, Asylum, Arkham City. And then... And then Origins came out. Origins. Origins was not him. No. Okay. But now... And the, you can tell it wasn't him, too. It was like, where's Conrad? Right. <laughs> but then the fourth one that just came out. It hasn't been out yet. It's not out yet. Oh. The, I was going to tell Knights. you about that. Yeah, I, I was going to tell the you about Gotham, that. Or no, Arkham Knights. Arkham Knight. That's Conroy. They brought yeah. Conroy back. Yep. So he's got a career. I oh, mean, yeah. And he's all he has to do, he doesn't have to he change to his talk. character. He just plays Batman. Yeah. yeah. He's set for the rest of his life. His I kids are probably. I'm Batman. It's like, dude, how are you doing that? I'm just talking. It's like, oh, you know that's funny. with Mark Hamill, too. Oh, man. Um, because we're talking about Batman. And then we're going to get into the movie thing. Yeah. And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. 
Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Roberts Field Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart, or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one- to two-minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra $10, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jazelmon.com. Well, first, let me say... This is like a lead-on. Yeah. <laughs> but first, let me say that Aaron is legitimate. Not only is Aaron legitimate, but since we're talking about Aaron and his acting and his voice acting, Aaron is legitimate. You can find Mr. Aaron Illich on imdb.com. Congratulations on that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and you can find Miss Rebecca Lofgren slash Illich. Um, what, are, what, are you, what are you tagged? I didn't look. Uh, your story. Rebecca C. Uh, Lofgren hyphen Illich. But you can... What yeah. story? I don't know. I didn't look at it. Um, yeah, you're tagged as writer and, and story. You know, you came up with the story. And then... I think that was mine, too, because I was looking at mine. I didn't really get a look. And then assistant story. director. Because... Uh, mine was actor. <laughs> because the the person that was put it together, he didn't know that you're doing the hair and makeup either. Okay. So I don't think the I mean, hair and makeup... Whoever did it can just go in and change it anytime. Well, you can go in there and change it. Those are your accounts. Okay. So you can you know modify your accounts. How do you modify your own account if you don't know the information? No, it's just open. You know, yeah, oh, you okay, it. okay, okay. Yeah, you just, oh, so it's like Wikipedia. Yeah, you just create your own... Yeah, you create your own IMDB account and you go in and you know upload a... Um, a uh, face shot, and, yeah. Oh, so cool. Um, anyway, back to the Batman thing. <laughs> There's a new thing 
that the hospital that I work at is if you don't get your flu vaccination, you have to wear a mask. Oh, right? yeah, that's a Desert Valley, too. Is it? Mm-hmm. And um, so everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people are walking around and um, wear masks. And, I, and everybody's talking, and I stopped, and I'm like, Good God, man. It sounds like I'm surrounded by, like, Banes everywhere, you know? <laughs> I'll do it, I'll do it. I'll do it. Hold, on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me just... It's like... <laughs> Hello, doctor. How can I help you? I swear to God, it sounds like everybody <laughs> is doing that. Everybody. <laughs> Would you like your vaccination now? Yes, exactly. <laughs> but there's some people that are just like hardcore against vaccination. I'm like, dude, I, I've, I was 17 years old when I started getting flu vaccination. I, I, and I haven't missed a year. I I'm need, still alive. I need to start getting them. Oh yeah. She gets sick way easier than I do. And I, I, I have like, no immune system. <laughs> I've never had an immune system my whole life. Oh, if you do this, you're not going to get sick anymore. No. If you do that, you're not going to get sick. Drink a whole cup of. OJ and go F off. Yeah, you'll, you'll be good. I, I think for the most part, I have a pretty strong immune system. I don't think I, I get, none. except when I get sick, I get, you know, it, it, it usually goes I'm my dad's immune system. It told me, if you take vitamin C all the time, you'll be fine. That's a lie. That is a if lie. If your tonsils taken out, you'll be fine. That's yeah. a lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 27 urban myths that think <laughs> you're safe, but you're not. No. They, they swore me now if I got tonsils taken out that I wouldn't be sick anymore. That's, that's a BS Remember that? Yeah, I remember. And I'm still sick as just as much. Now, was it you that partial of the tonsil grew back? Was that you? Yeah. And some of your tonsil grew back, right? I, I think it's my tonsil, I hope. But yeah, I have like a lump <clears throat> my throat thingy. Well, it's not uncommon. Well, I, I heard think... it, I looked at it, I heard it can grow back. That actually happens more times than not. It's like not. bland or whatever. Really? Yeah. No, I still have mine. So and, do I. <laughs> And I have, like, enlarged tonsils. Mm. If I had tonsils, I probably wouldn't be able to eat. Why? Because I have a really bad gag reflex. Uh-huh. I can't even, like, take pills half the time. So you think it would gag you? I probably would gag on everything. Are you kidding me? She tried to take a day pill or something yesterday, and uh, she was really congested, too. Uh-huh. And she's like, I almost choked on that pill. I was coughing it up and <laughs> coughing up water. I was like, oh, horrible. my God. Uh, let's see, where do we want to go? Like I said, we're at the 30, almost 39 minute mark. Um, one of the big reasons why we haven't been around doing podcasts is because we're working on something that spawned from episode 86 and 87, originally titled The Canadian Mongers. Which Canadian is, Deliverance. Or, yes, I'm sorry, Canadian Deliverance. <laughs> Canadian, actually, Canadian Mongers was the, the working title for like a day or two. And you're like, nah. Just... And then I just dropped it to Mongers. Um, so, and that's what we've been working on. And this, this project has been such a blessing. Would that, would that be? A, oh, a, yeah. Yeah. I would say. Because I can't believe how it's just taken off. It's taken off. Like any other project that has ever I've ever worked on, this thing has potential to make everything right. Yeah, I would say it's it has like so much positive feedback. That's like all the people that like no, you're, no. It's like just shut up, taste my foot. 
<laughs> Seriously. Well, and it's the funny thing is, is, from my end of things, I haven't really received any negative feedback. Um, people that have read the script really like it. Um, we are currently in the talks of bringing in a, a well-known actor to, to play the lead antagonist. Um, we've got financing. We have the L.A. film crew that they're going to do the, the filming. And they, they're coming in, not only are they coming in with red cameras, but they have that ultra K, ultra high definition camera. Like 11,000. Yeah, which by. puts the K, or the red camera to shame. Yeah. Mm. I'm like, holy shit, you know, so. I didn't think that there was a camera possible <laughs> to do that. So I, I hope that, uh, Rob, because Rob from, uh, Movie Madhouse is, is our editor. And he's been going to school for the editing. You know, so he's got the the right equipment that needs to be done. But I, I hope that uh, he has enough storage in his cloud space to get the dailies because that's going to be a shit ton of <laughs> memory. You know, memory, just yeah. on a oh, daily yeah. basis that's being uploaded. Um, because it's, the camera's so high def, you can smell the farts of the TV. What? No. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Did I show you? Uh, maybe after this podcast, I'll show you. He he ultra zoomed it. Mm-hmm. You he you can see a person's fingerprint really on their uh, finger. That's oh how gosh. high death that it, they can get. I'm like, holy shit! And plus, there's some cool stuff like uh, he works with um, wireless, so all he has to do is plug something into his camera, and then I'll plug it into like a monitor or my TV or whatever. And though we could be like a hundred feet away. I would still be able to see, see, yeah, and hear everything that's going on. That's crazy. Um, Jesse Lindsay is our our prop master. He's doing a lot of the props. In fact, I wrote. I'm working on the sef- second draft of the film right now, and uh, there's one big new prop that. Uh, in fact, I, I shot him an email. I, I kind of wrote down what the the prop is. You know, with the dinner scene. Mm-hmm. And I, I literally just edit copied from the script and posted it into his text message. And I was like, do you think you can make this? I actually haven't heard back from him yet. <laughs> <laughs> because that's, that's definitely going to put, um, you know, a lot of his talents to, to work. Yeah. For that scene. And it's not a throwaway scene either. It's, it's just, it kind of solidifies how deranged this family is. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's it's taking so, and I, I totally underestimated it, because approaching it, we talked about it, and we believed in it, and I've listened to it, you know, especially writing the, the original script, I listened to the, the both episodes over and over and over and over, and for the first time, you can really hear it. There was something in our voices that clicked. Yeah. We knew this was something. In fact, you said, you were saying, Rebecca was saying that... Um, we needed to get the get this story copyrighted yeah. right away. Yeah, and it was just something that just we've told lots of stories. You know, we back in uh, episode fifty one, we told the the raping ghost story. You know, and though I started working on a script based on that, it's not it's not finished. It's it's just and it was a, a podcast. It was a story, and it, it felt right. But the mongers. Now that is known as the mongers, it felt right. Yeah, 
and it only took me 70 days to write the first draft. And that's with everything that I do, you know, take care of the kids, watch, you know, um, well, I was going to say watch the monitors, but, you know, working and doing the podcast. I still only wrote that in 70 days, and the first draft was pretty <coughs> fucking solid. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, second draft is much better. And, um, you know, now we have a, a production meeting on, what is it, Wednesday. Wednesday. We have production on, on Wednesday that I've got to go down. Tomorrow. No. No, tomorrow's Tuesday. Don't scare me like that. <laughs> well, well, when this episode airs, it'll be tomorrow. Well, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Uh, yeah, so, so Wednesday, I have a production meeting. <laughs> um, we were supposed to go scouting in Big Bear Thursday, but looking at the forecast, I don't think that's very wise. Because here in Southern California, it's it's been kind of stormy, kind yeah. of gloomy. But I guess I like it's, it. it's been going apeshit nuts up in Big Bear. So I don't think it's very wise for us to... Take a parka. You'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> if we had a vehicle shoes. we could take up there, it'd be fine. But we don't have a, ve- a good enough vehicle to go up there. Yeah. Right. You know, if, if my... My uh, SUV was about ten years younger. Yeah, you could definitely. We <laughs> would be okay, but not not so much now. Um, let's see, what am I missing? There's just so much stuff that's going on with the movie. What am I missing? I mean, other than the fact that just about everybody everybody I know, which is funny because no one was interested in again the the raping ghost story. No one no one contacted me. Uh, but you know, pretty much everybody I know, every almost every single relative has you know approached me on you know what. Yeah, wanting to do something. Let's do it. Let's do it. What is it? What has changed? <laughs> what What is difference between this and our, our previous? I don't know. It's just. <clears throat> I think the fact that uh, a lot of the people being covered think that uh, the story is a lot more solid than the raping More sellable. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, it's definitely more sellable. I, I totally agree with that. And I also think it's because it's a more realistic approach, people won't be like, you know, kind of like with Tusk. You have to be into that kind of stuff in order to like it. I guess like Kevin Smith was like, you know what, screw it. Yeah, and for the record, because it's when you bring up Tusk, um, if anybody goes and listens, it's it's right there. You can go to iTunes, you can go to Stitcher, you can go to jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast. You can look. We came up with the story of Canadian Deliverance before Tusk came out. Yeah. Because I, I have been accused of, well, you're just jumping on the, the Canadian horror genre you know, bandwagon. Yeah. No. We came we came out with that in August of twenty August twenty sixth, I believe, is when we did episode eighty six. Yeah. Okay. What was it? <laughs> September ninth or tenth or something? No, was it I think it was ninth when we went and seen Tusk. Yeah. So yeah. it was literally yeah, but... like what? <laughs> two weeks before we even had seen the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Had we sat down. And it was you've been talking about a Canadian deliverance way before we even did the podcast. You know, yeah. we we were just talking like, oh yeah, you know, you know, yeah, and just dicking around with the idea, but we never really sat down and actually thought 
what could we throw into a story for like Canadian Deliverance? And that's when episode 86 aired and we were like jumping. We do this and that and this and that. Right. And, that and the this. funny thing is, is, is if you go back and you listen to episode 86, we were talking about the dude marrying his dog, you know, in a, in a, uh, animal homosexual marriage thing. Yeah. That's how the episode starts. Uh, <laughs> and somewhere along the, well, because, and this is how it starts is because, um, Aaron did a voice. He, he did kind of a hillbilly voice about, you know, hillbillies going out to the wedding and, and shooting the dog and shooting the guy, you know, and, it, and, and that's what clicked is because he said the hillbilly voice. He did the hillbilly voice and that made me think of deliverance. And then I said, you know, say this line, you know, that would kind of verify. Be, well, that would become Ezekiel, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Because I just wanted to hear it. And then when he said that line, I bounced back and I started talking and I don't know where you were at. I think you were off scene for whatever, because you were off scene for some point, because when you came back, you you heard what we were talking about and then you jumped in. But it, <clears throat> I think she had to go to the bathroom or something. She does that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at some point in time, <laughs> she's like, mm-hmm. shot you a dirty look. Um, but, uh, to the Tusk thing, no, this is not a Tusk ripoff. No. This or has, a Red State ripoff. No, or a Red State ripoff. <laughs> which is, is conveniently both by the same writer director. And, and anybody that knows me knows that I, I am a Kevin Smith fan. And, um, <sighs> How do I say this? I write different. I write different from Kevin Smith. Yeah. Um, yes, I can get very wordy in dialogue, but I, I, there's a lot of action sequence in the stories that I write. J.J. Abrams. No. Not yeah. <laughs> not not only is it um, within the movie scripts that I write, but you know within the comics that I write, or you know short stories that I write. I've always been an action sequence type person. I like action. I have a feeling that, like, if we make more movies, well, when we make more movies, I should say, that you'd be like a cross between J.J. Abrams and Michael Bay. Really? Yeah. How so? Because you can get into the action, or you can get into the horror. You know, that's, I, I feel like that's, that's you. Not like, a, I can't remember. M. Night Shyamalan or some crazy like that. I could do Where it's it. like, yeah, I, I know that you can get like, I like really M. Night Shyamalan, in-depth. but nothing he writes ever makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, you can make stuff in depth, but comprehensible. Right, right, right. That's what I was trying to get. You can make stuff like that, or you can make like the hoary gore action. I'm all about, fuck the, you I'm in all the, face, about the, go- the gory stuff. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> And I think, uh, I, I think for people like you that are there to enjoy, you know, the gore, there's definitely gonna be gore. I like to oh, be yeah. disgusted when I watch the movie. Yeah, you're like, oh my god, it's so dirty, I can feel it through the screen. Yeah, really. Kermit. What? Every time I look at him, all I can ever think of when he talks is Kermit. Why? Because <laughs> he's my Kermit! Hi who? You go ahead and do it. What? Just Say do something it. funny. Just do a random Kermit I voice. I like gore. You guys like gore? Like gore? Because I like to feel filthy and disgusting. <laughs> you gotta cut to make it really funny. I can't. Not not in front of Zoe. She's Aww. gonna think about gangster 
Gangsters, Par- Gangsters Paradise on Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> or like, uh, like what? Ice Cube. Woke up in the morning, got things done. Anyway. <laughs> no, when he does his little, like, I'm gonna cut you, bitch, Kermit thing, it's so funny. It makes me laugh. Don't make me cut you. Fucking coming around, <laughs> walking on my Sesame Street. <laughs> That's what I like when he gets all crazy. Uh, no nothing about that geekster ass Kermit the Frog, motherfucker. <laughs> Serious. I can, Disney could hire me as Kermit and like not even have a second thought about it. You know, um, the last time we talked about this on the podcast, and it's been a while. I've done Kermit on the podcast yeah. too. Yeah. But the last time we, we did the podcast, um, we, we touched on this. And you were talking about how disappointed you were with the voices of the new Kermit and Miss Piggy. They're horrible. Yeah. So I went and checked it out. You I, did? I, I went and oh, okay. watched oh uh, God, the trailer. Yeah. And it is. It's the same person. And it's horrible. Yeah. It sounds nothing like the original. No. I mean, it's like so left field that it's, it's just like, what the fuck were they thinking when they cast these people? Or cheap. this person, rather. Cheap. Yeah. Even at that, some of the other characters, like Gonzo, Gonzo didn't sound... Um, Different. Yeah, he sounded... Almost the exact same. Because Gonzo always had, like, this squeaky, raspy voice, mm-hmm. and he didn't... It, it was like, you could tell someone was trying to sound like oh, Gonzo, okay. but it wasn't Gonzo. It was very disappointing. Okay, before we close out, um, have you guys watched all the episodes of Gotham? No. no. We haven't watched Gotham in close to two months. Okay, well, it's over. I know that, but... Forever? Uh, huh? Forever? Uh, it comes back in January. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh... I, I, Last well, time we've seen anything... We've been missing American Horror Story, too, and that's like our show. Yeah, we gotta like, watch this stuff. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so when you guys watch Gotham, we can come back and talk about it, because it was so good. The, especially the, the mid-season finale was just really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think the one of the things that turned me off about it, it kind of disappointed me because they with Gotham no not just with Gotham but in general because they took the flash off for a week and then brought it back the next week and it I was like off when they did that yeah when they did that it's like they ruined our whole schedule of watching things <laughs> they did. seriously like we were just like we were on oh, a schedule man. for a while yeah we I... had Gotham on Monday sorry we had Gotham on Monday Flash on Tuesday uh, American Horror Story <laughs> on Wednesday <laughs> and then Constantine on Friday. What happened to Thursday? There's no, there's we, nothing we didn't Thursday. have a Thursday. Uh, yeah. um, what I was going to ask is what did, what was played in the place of Flash? I don't know. I have no clue. It's or probably like, some rerun of some or some ceremony show. or something. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I kind of, but I I feel you because that's what I would do on Monday nights is I would sit and watch um, Gotham. Gotham, and this is the first Monday with no Gotham, <laughs> so it just kind of felt weird. That's what I felt with the flash. I was like, I'm missing something here. But I did catch, <laughs> last Friday, I did catch, uh, a piece of... Constantine? No, uh, Sleepy Hollow. And that seemed kind of interesting. And they just finished their, their season, season to this, no, today, or tonight, rather. So I might jump on there and, and try to maybe watch, catch up, catch up on it. Because mm-hmm. what I saw, I liked of it. Before, I thought, you know, it was like, eh. Totally, it's gotten a lot better. Yeah, the premise is yeah, kind of like, eh. To me, yeah, it, it was, like, I started to watch it a little bit, like, when it first came out, and it was like, it was so slow. Nothing was there. It was just so slow. And then, I, as you see, it's like more episodes start picking up, and there's like action. Wait, since we're talking about, like, 
TV shows. Uh-huh. Did you hear your sister is a Family Guy connoisseur? Explain. Oh, my God. I know everything about Family Guy. There's snow. You do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like an expert. I'm like a Family Guy expert. I kid you not. Oh, my God. She... We, uh, I have this app on my phone. It's called uh, Quiz Up. Uh-huh. And it's really cool because I like, I like quiz games anyways. And it's it has like quizzes for everything Disney, Pokemon, whatever. Right? They have a family guy. They have a family guy category, and it's for all around the world. Yeah, like everywhere. Internationally. The other night, I really. beat I beat the second best person in the world. Holy shit! I beat him. So you're like the second best now. Well, no, I'm not because the have, ranking system. Because they have a ranking system, and you have to like do it every day. They reset it every month, but they have like a they have an overall ranking. Uh huh. And in the overall ranking, I'm not, I'm like, I think I'm like 1,000 out of like hundreds of thousands of people, which is still pretty good because I haven't been playing it that much this month. Right. For the monthly ranking, I haven't looked at my, at my overall ranking, but for the overall ranking, I beat the second best person in the world. What kind of questions? I mean, I, I'm just, Hard. what was Peter doing in this episode? What did he say? What was the name like, of this episode? What did this person say? What was this person holding? <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm good. What was in the background of whatever episode? Yeah, she, I know everything about. She's family seen guy. almost every single episode. I have of family seen every guy. single episode. Every, every single episode, and we watch them like all. The, I I watch Family Guy. Okay, more than so I watch any other show. Here's, and I'm not quizzing you. I'm just curious on this because I was actually watching Family Guy today on Netflix. <laughs> At what point did Stewie stop trying to kill uh, Lois? Because for a long Probably. time, that was pretty much the main purpose of the yeah. show was him trying to kill Lois, and um, it just stopped. Probably what season five, five, four, five or six, five or six, I think. It did just stop, and they yeah. they play they they poke fun at that as time goes on. I don't know if you said episode yeah. where he where he supposedly kills Lois. Yes. And Brian's like, oh, you're just gonna you're gonna bitch and moan, say you, you hate her, and then you're gonna go home run to mommy like you always do. Uh huh. And he's like, you're right. When have I become so soft? When have I lost my focus? You know. And then he ends up killing her or whatever. But I think the reason they stopped that is because it got old. Uh, yeah. I, and then because I actually she, like the new gay Stewie better. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I like him better. It's, He's funny. It's funny. It is so funny. <clears throat> because with that where he kills her and then she comes back in the courtroom. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the episode where um, they they travel back in time to see their old selves? Yes. It was so funny. But yeah, I've, I've, watched, I've watched every single episode of Family Guy probably at least ten times. What was it? President Douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Ah. All right, kids. Uh, that's it for episode ninety-nine. That's it for double digits. This is the end. From here on out, kids, we are going into triple digits. So come back next week as we bring in. Well, I know we're a few weeks behind. You know, we were planning on doing episode one hundred for the the anniversary of the Jayzo Modcast. And, and while we're talking about that, I should say. Uh, happy anniversary to not only Seeing Red, but to uh, the movie Madhouse, American Fat Ass Podcast, uh, What We Think, and Flashback Fridays. You know, those, that's all of us. That's our Jaisal Modcast family. And though we missed it last week, we do want to wish everybody a happy anniversary. And we, we apologize. Um, you know, we're, we're making a movie. For reals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Straight up. All right, so for this week, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Rexy Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. And if you were one of those people that just doubted us from the beginning, then you might be seeing red. 
Come back next week for episode 100. Welcome to Seeing Red. Say we didn't warn you.